Delta faucets. They're pretty cool. Who knew? Up next on The Handy Guys. Welcome to The Handy Guys Podcast, a podcast for handy guys from handy guys. Here are the handy guys themselves, Brian and Paul. So, Brian, we recently sent a correspondent yes, to a fan correspondent who we're going to introduce a little later to the uh, Delta factory. The Delta headquarters. Headquarters. In Indianapolis. Right. And uh, what we found out was that it's actually a pretty interesting company, that they're making all kinds of products, that they're improving on the basic faucet as we used to know it. Right, and that they have many, several different lines of faucets, including um, some high-end, very high-end, and uh, pretty exclusive designer models, all the way down to your basic, uh, what uh, builder-grade models, I suppose, and everything in between. And that they are, uh, they gear a lot of their stuff towards the do-it-yourself market. Yeah, so we're going to interview our fan correspondent Mike here in a little bit. But before we do that, let's give out our contact information. Yes, please go to our website and contact us if you have some questions or really if you have some topics about what you'd like us to cover on the show. Um, you can uh, just click on our contact uh, on the top of the site. You could also email us at us at handyguyspodcast.com or you could send us a tweet uh, where we are uh, at handyguys, right? We're at handyguys yeah. on Twitter or we're... Uh, Facebook.com slash The Handy Guys. Yeah, if they want to go to Facebook.com slash Handy Guys, then you can just click on, I think it's on the like button. And, sure, uh, well, we have a like button on every post. So if you right. like this show, or you can go like to the our website. page. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you can be, or you can become a fan, right. I suppose. So uh, go ahead and do that now. We're going to talk about up next not only uh, Delta faucets, but also about a store, a local store, that you can find your Delta hardware. Up next. Got a project on your honeydew list? Let the handy guys know about it, and they may talk about it on their next podcast. All right, Brian. So recently I was with you at our local brand new, spanking, shiny new True Value. Yes. And I will say it was set up perfectly for a hardware store, everything was in place. Um, easy to find things, and I will say, um, the hardware guys at True Value know that there is some value, n- no pun intended, <laughs> in having folks in the store that actually know the store. So, while you go to a True Value, you're not going to have um, all your building grade. You're not going to have vinyl siding, for instance. Like, not usually. Now, some of the True Values will have. Lumber yards right. They're and all building little, materials. That's true. You right. might have one associated with it, but a typical smaller one, you're not going to have all the crazy things a big box store has necessarily. However, you will find knowledgeable people, at least the ones I've been to around here, and um, when I go into the big box, you don't know who's going to be there the, the given day, and usually they're just retail Joe or Jane. And, right. Uh, <laughs> they were delivering pizza the week before, right? <laughs> Yeah, and you know the the folks at the True Value know what they're talking about, and as we found out, if there is something very specific that you need, and they don't have it, they are eager and happy to order it for you, and can usually get it in within just a couple of days. I thought 
thought that that's pretty neat. You get to know the people and can get some good advice as opposed to just going into this big cold store and having to do it on your own. Yeah, I remember, you know, that's kind of where I got my start in DIY, working in a hardware store back in the 80s. I'd work every day after school and on weekends. And and the big focus of that store was people coming in and saying, I've got this problem, I've got that problem, how do I fix it and what do I need to fix it? Whether it be just I need a this little screw or this little bolt or this part for this uh, plumbing f- you know, a faucet stem, a valve, a washer, some electrical switch, uh, connector, you know, whatever it is. Right. So now on this particular day when we were in True Value, I noticed that you were in the back looking for something, and it happened to be that you were in the plumbing, one of the plumbing aisles, (laughs) and uh, you were looking for a kitchen faucet. Yes, I was. Now, why is that? (laughs) Well, I had a kitchen faucet in my kitchen obviously, (laughs) that had a leak. Uh And all the faucets in my house were uh, Kohler. But this kitchen faucet had no identification on it whatsoever. Hmm. And I could not find the washers and the parts I needed to make it not leak anywhere. Now, what I could have done was taken it apart, brought the parts into the true value, and they would be more than happy to go through the catalog, figure out exactly what I needed, and order it if they didn't have it in stock. That's what they do. Right. But for expediency's sake, and since we have a partnership with True Value, what I decided to do was replace the faucet completely. And I wanted to try out a Delta faucet because I knew we were talking with Mike, our fan correspondent. He was visiting, going to visit Delta on our behalf. Uh Uh-huh. And so I thought, well, let me get some hands-on experience with the Delta faucet. So that's what I did. Now, Brian, I can't believe that you were in there and you were going to pick out such an important, uh, f- functional, yet uh, important aspect of the decoration of your your uh, kitchen. Yes. And you were going to do it on your own without your better half. In my case, if I, I would never even consider picking out something like that, a cosmetic <laughs> item of the kitchen, without consulting with the my wife who would be using it as much as me if not more and uh, would be concerned about how it would look in our kitchen well you know that didn't even cross my mind but this one looks nicer than the one we had it's it's very similar in style it's just a a pretty generic single lever kitchen faucet you're old school huh you just it's, it's just got a function it's it's old, pretty old school, but this one's <laughs> nice and shiny and new and pretty, and the old one was getting a little ratty looking. So, all right, well, we uh, we're going to talk to we're going to bring Mike on the phone here, and uh, he's going to tell us about what's going on at Delta because um, I, when we heard back initially from him, uh, who he went on uh, a little media tour of Delta, and he gave us a kind of a, a summary of his trip. I was a little. Uh, I guess I was a little impressed with what's going on. So we'll let him talk to us. Uh, We got him on uh, right now. All right. We have on the line uh, one of our uh, longtime listeners. Uh, As we already said, his name is Mike. uh, He's the DIY geek. You can find his newly released blog at uh, www.thediygeek.com. It's Mike McCoskey, and he is calling from you're in massachusetts right mike 
That's correct. And how long actually have you been listening to The Handy Guys? <laughs> I've been listening to The Handy Guys since the fall of 2008. I started listening, and then okay. after wow. a few weeks, I sent you an email about possibly using furring strips in my basement uh, for a basement project, uh-huh. and you, you guys did an episode on it. Wow. And I don't even I, remember that episode. Did we, did we talk about furring strips, Paul? Uh, yeah, we probably did. Yeah, yeah you, it's part of the basement yeah, series. Part, sure. yep. you, and you talked me out of it, which was a wise move. So <laughs> I took that winter off of doing it and uh, spent the subsequent two winters uh, refinishing half of my basement the proper way. Where, oh, you know, you know, it's coming back to me. But that's pretty impressive that you've been on since 08 um, because we weren't much to listen to at least the first <laughs> first half of that year. But thanks for listening. Yeah, no problem. And uh, it's good to have you on. Now, let me explain the the situation here. Mike's been a longtime listener, and he he's corresponded with us. Um, and uh, and in fact, you are. Tell us a little bit what you do in your day job. My day job is is an amazing job. I work in higher education um, for people who have been to college or know colleges very well. They have student centers or campus centers or university centers. They go by a lot of different names. Essentially, what they are are the living rooms of the campus where all the student services are, uh, recreation rooms, uh, event spaces, and I run buildings like that. Oh, okay. Um, So I have a a very interesting job that has a lot of dynamic pieces to it. So I can go from, you know, uh, mentoring students to running high-profile events to setting up AV equipment to moving tables and chairs all in the span of, you know, 10 minutes. Wow. Sounds a little Um, bit like my job. Now, tell, don't you also do something with brewing beer? I do. I work at a local brewery um, in Massachusetts. I work for free um, or for uh, beer. Okay. Um, wow. It, yeah, so. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great, um, great thing I have, but I'm, I'm learning all about the, the beer brewing process. And, you know, when the master brewer goes away, I fill in his shoes. So the end of uh, this month, which is July of 2011, I'm going to be covering the brewery for about a week and uh, conditioning some of the beers and taking care of them and really handling anything that goes on in the brewery. So it's a it's a very small operation. They do about uh, seven to eight barrel batches, which uh, a barrel is two kegs, right. so 16 keg batches at a time. So it's a true uh, microbrewer or a craft brewer. That it is. And it's uh, some of the, not just because I make it and drink it but it's some of the best beer i've ever had cool. um, and i'm glad to be a part of it so i'd like to try it sometime but uh so thanks for listening and let's uh, tell our listeners a little bit how you ended up going on the uh 2011 uh delta bloggers uh, event this past what was it uh june 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 was it in june yeah we sent you because you were one of our listeners and neither brian or i could make the event right and, and you contacted us and said hey if there's uh you need help with a review or or anything like that let me know and that just happened to coincide with our uh request from delta to visit their headquarters in indianapolis and I, so i said well let's get you both together and we we made that happen 
And so here we are to get your report, Mike. And you never know what can happen by being a uh, dedicated listener to the Handy <laughs> right. Guys. You could get an all-expenses-paid trip to Indianapolis. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, like we got some guy a sump pump, right? Remember That's that right, we yeah. did that? Yeah. And other stuff. But um, so, Mike, what happened when you got there? We'll start at the beginning. Yeah. When I got there, um, all of my airfare was arranged. And one of the things I will say that they uh, Delta wanted me to point out first was that they did pay for all this travel, lodging, food. Right. They took care of every step of the way. They wanted no pretense of, you know, saying that oh, I went out there and did this all on my own good. No, right. they sure. they sent us out there. Um, so I thought that was very admirable of them to want everyone to know that this was a, a paid trip. Yeah, full disclosure. Now you weren't compensated uh, for your time uh, monetarily, but uh, it was an all expense paid trip. Correct. And the handy guys were not compensated, but only our handy guy fan. Right. <laughs> the fan the fan corresponded. Right. Okay. So, so when you get there? When I got there, I had somebody waiting for me at the airport who brought me to the hotel that we stayed in. It was the Renaissance Hotel in uh, Carmel, Indiana, right outside of Indianapolis and right down the road from the Delta Fawcett headquarters. The first night we were there, uh, they threw a just a, a quiet reception so everybody could get to know each other. Um, but it was, a, it was a great, great welcoming night. Um, I got to meet one person who I can talk, to, talk about in a lot of detail, who is Paul. Um, not Handy Guy Paul, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Delta Paul. Delta Paul. Yeah. yeah, Paul from Delta. He is in love with his job. He loves talking about Delta. He loves talking about what they do, and he really believes in the company. Uh, he was supposed to go home to his wife and kids uh, well into the evening and ended up staying with us well past the time he was supposed to. And then as he was trying to leave, kept talking about sto stories about faucets and about showerheads. <laughs> and he was absolutely amazing. Um, you could just see the passion in his eyes. Wow. And that, that was one of the things that across the company, I learned very quickly the following morning when we started was that Everybody at this company really believed in what they did. So is Delta – we all know Delta as the company that makes plumbing fixtures and related products. But is it a company – it's an American company, right? And do they still make their products in the U.S. or are they outsourced overseas or both? They do make the majority of their products here. Okay. Um, in the U.S., um, there are some small parts where they have to sure. to have them fabricated and shipped over. But they try to actually make as much as they can. They have um, three factories in the United States where they do assemble and they test. And one of the things that really impressed me about their production was that everyone who's in the assembly line has the power to take a defective product off the line. If somebody's not happy with it then they will right. actually take something off the line and not put it through production. So there's that, you know, there's that great quality control and ownership that's instilled upon, you know, every factory employee as well as every everybody in management. It's not about pushing the product through, it's about pushing a right product through. So tell us about some of their products. I mean, I know that like for instance, you look at their um their, their faucets and uh, they have uh, from some of the the emails you sent us previously they have several different lines. Um, from every, it seems as though they have everything from the your basic builder grade material on up to high end designer models. 
That's correct. They have the the three year. Uh, I'm sorry. They have the three tiered. Uh, structure where they have the peerless, which is their contractor grade, kind of bottom of the road faucets and fixtures. Um, we didn't spend too, too much time about that brand. Um, the two brands that we did spend a lot of time talking about was Delta, which is, you know, the, the name that everybody really knows. Sure. The, the one that, you know, if you, you know, if you go to your grandmother's house, she probably still has a Delta faucet from the 1960s <laughs> right. um, with that single handle lever. Um, so there, there's Delta, which is really kind of the, the every person, the, you know, the DIYers brand, um, which is the one that was really, really uh, of the most interest to me. Um, and then they have their premium brand, which is uh, Brizo. Um, and Brizo is something I walked into the presentation thinking, why do I care about, you know, fashion forward, designer faucets, I will tell you, they are absolutely amazing. I I looked at a lot of them and you could see how they were inspired by different nature, uh, by nature. Um, There were some that looked like swan heads. There were others that looked like flowers. (laughs) This is what Brian needs for his kitchen. He needs a little art in his kitchen. Right. I was just telling Paul, it's uh, in the show before you, uh, before we brought you on about a, you know, that single lever basic faucet from the sixties that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I just installed one of those a couple hours ago. <laughs> so a, a Delta. I would have been shot if I brought one of those into my, and, uh, my wife's kitchen. So, you know, that's kind of my <laughs> no, style. I'm just kidding. Actually, it's a lot nicer than your, right. the older style Deltas, but I know we get your drift. Like you have the more utilitarian yeah. type hardware and then, then, you have this kind of dreamy, out of this world, you know, high quality. As you said, you know, it's a piece of art as opposed to just a utilitarian knob or handle or whatever. Yeah. And and that line is actually where a lot of their innovations come, and and they have the the triple t- trickle down effect. Oh, okay. Um, so to say, so Brizo is the first one to really have the the t- touch technology that they have, as well as. Um, you know, some of the other ones that are coming down the road. Um, and I will say that, you know, there, I, I wanted one. I felt a little ashamed that a couple months ago I installed a Moen faucet in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Moen's a, a good brand. Uh, yeah. A lifetime warranty and all that. And so, uh, well, although I guess yeah. the Delta has lifetime warranties as well, right? I, be- I believe so. You'll have to check with a particular product that you get, but do, yeah. does the the Brizo, I assume, is not offered through the the big box stores, right? Those are not offered through the big box stores. You can get those in the warehouses or through specialty designers. Those okay. are are really designed more for the people who are going to have their kitchens professionally done and decorated and laid out. So. Right. So you got to look at maybe a local plumbing supplier or, like you said, a designer. So, Mike, what's the chicken juice story? The chicken juice story. The chicken juice story. Yeah, what is Uh, that? This the chicken juice story leads into um, a bigger way that that I found out how Delta does business and how why they do what they do. Um, Delta spends a lot of time in what's called ethnography, which is studying people. Sure. So right right from the Greek. (laughs) It's a Greek word. Yeah. I'm sorry, I studied some Greek, so I always have to think oh. where the origin of a word comes from. That's all right. I'm learning the history of Rome right now, there and they go. pretty much crushed the Greeks, so it's all right. <laughs> but they took their language and culture. Yes, <laughs> and their gods and just renamed yeah. them. You know, That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll talk to Mike Duncan about that one. Okay. So 
but they they study people and they pay people um, some money to actually set up cameras in their houses and see how people use things. And the touch technology, one of the things that they learned was that people are deathly afraid of chicken juice. They're afraid that if they touch something with chicken juice on their hands, salmonella is going right. to crawl all over, you know, and, you know, attack everything. So <laughs> they were watching these people in their kitchens trying to turn on faucets with their elbows, with their right. noses, with their faces. Sure. And, you know, well, a. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, are these legitimate concerns? Should we be concerned about getting the, uh, the raw food or the raw chicken on our handles of the faucet? I think to a point, but I, I've always, you know, I've always just used the back of my hand or the back of my right. arm. Yeah. Um, I've, I've always had a single le- uh, sure. lever. That's what I do. Faucet. And, you know, I, I look at it and then, you know, I think about all the times that I actually burned my hand while I was washing because I didn't have that, you know, that precise control <laughs> setup. Right. But one of the things that they try and do are the dis- demonstrable innovations. So what they learned from doing all this study was that if you come up with something where you can easily turn it on and off without, you know, infecting your, your <laughs> kitchen sink, right. it would be useful. So that's, you know, one of the reasons how the touch point, you know, touch 2.0 technology came about was through say, looking at a problem and figuring out how to solve it. So you just have to touch somewhere on this thing to turn yes. it off. Yes. You where, touch. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Where do you touch? That's what I want to know. To turn it on, all you do is you touch um, – you can touch pretty much anywhere on the sink except for the very end where the shower head is, um, where the retractable head is, just because that needs to be a different material because it, it separates. Right. It okay. uses yep. – So you actually touch the sink to turn the faucet on. Yes, but you can touch it with, with any, any sort of skin. It uses the same uh, capacitive response as like a touchscreen phone. Wow, I haven't seen that before. Did they let you bring one home? <laughs> Actually, they um, they have an even further technology. It's uh, the XT for extra technology. Um, and this is only available in the bathroom faucets where you actually you, um, you just use your hand near it and it turns on as your hand is approaching it. Right, I've seen that in some of the uh, well, like business pu- parks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll public have restrooms yeah. will often have that touch-free stuff. But I always find that unreliable and a pain in the neck. Like you, you know, is at an airport and you go to wash your hand and you can't get water to come out. Or you're waving in front of it trying to get it to activate and you look like an idiot. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So this, uh, I assume they've uh, overcome that problem with it. They have. Those faucets actually use infrared technology. Oh, okay. Which, you know, essentially it sends out an infrared beam that gets broken and turn, you know, turns on the faucet. This uses the same technology, just amplified a little bit more. So there's no sensor that you need to activate. The faucet itself is a sensor. Okay. So no matter what angle you go go from, it will turn on. Um, and you know, if you come from the back, it will turn on. If you go from the front, if you go from the sides, it'll turn on. And there's there's no delay. There's no waving your hand. There's no soaping up and then having the water turn off with you with you having soapy hands and no way to rinse your hands off. How do you turn it off then? You just move your hands away and after uh, ah, a few seconds it turns right off. Cool. Now, are these okay, so you've mentioned it a kitchen sink and or a bathroom sink, you have these t- these automated on-offs. 
do you know where are the batteries stored? <laughs> How does this thing work? Is it, does it need battery or any kind of electrical power? It does need batteries. It doesn't run off electrical power, so you, there's no worry of you know turning on the sink and getting right. electrocuted and you know <laughs> having water running all over the place. Uh, it uses a simple small battery pack that just affixes underneath your your sink basin. So the installation is just a little bit bigger than than normal than mm-hmm. a normal sink install, and we actually had the opportunity to install um, a kitchen faucet as well as a uh, bathroom faucet with the XT technology in it. And both were extremely simple and easy. Um, I've installed faucets before, so I kind of knew the lay of the land yeah. and you know, read a few extra directions to get the, the touch technology going. Uh, but it really, really wasn't too difficult. Is this XT technology available on the the uh, Delta as well line, or is it just the Brizo? It is available on the Delta line. Okay. And how long do these batteries generally last? When we asked that question, we were we were told that they last uh, several years. Oh. So, and there's not they're not specialty batteries; they're oh. traditional double um, A batteries. Oh, perfect. So very, very easy to maintain. Okay. Interesting. Now, you said, uh, I'm curious about some of the other bloggers. I know some of the bloggers that were there are more like design-oriented, where uh, we're more, I don't know, grunt, fix grunt, it. Grunt-oriented. Yeah, we're not design-oriented in, in what we talk about. Did they have any trouble installing these? Because I know you did, it in, in, you did it in teams, right? It was almost like a little competition. Yes, we were in... And four different teams, uh, Emily from Mary Pat and myself were, were one team. And I, I will say that we finished fastest both times. Yay Congratulations. Us. Yes. Man, I wanted to be I, there for this competition. This would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other teams didn't really have too, too much difficulty. There were a, a few times where some of the groups did uh, run into some snags. Um, a, a majority of them actually had never installed a faucet before. Yeah, I, I can found, imagine. Yeah, I found that very interesting. Um, however, uh, you know, everyone got them installed really no problems. Um, there were a few, you know, technical slip ups, especially with the um, with the XT technology, but they were pretty easily figured out. Um, and that's one of the things that that Delta did talk to us about a lot afterwards as, you know, we were all DIYers and handy people um, or even design people, you know, what could they have done better? So I see them continuously improving what, what they're doing and, you know, how they're getting that information across. But replacing a faucet nowadays is I found is really simple. Now, let me just get this straight. I want to, I want to make sure I understand this, this technology. I'm um, working at a kitchen sink, and I've just cut up uh, some raw some chicken. And you some, got chicken juice some all rolls, over your hands. Uh, my wife often does this because she buys whole chickens locally, and she'll cut them up into parts, and she'll have all this, all these these pieces. She can just glancingly or whatever touch somewhere on the sink to get to to turn the water on, right? Not so much glancingly. Okay. Um, the the system is designed so that if you accidentally bump into it. It's not just okay. going to turn on, but if you give it a, you know, a slight touch, 
it will no, turn right on. It has to be a metal sink, or she has to touch the faucet arm itself. The faucet. You have to actually touch the faucet. Oh, not mm-hmm. anywhere in the sink then. I thought. Yeah. Okay, we misunderstood then. The first we thought you could just touch somewhere in the sink. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, That's, it, no, it's just the faucet. Okay, so somewhere on the faucet arm, you just have to touch it, and it will then turn the water on at what temperature? Whatever temperature you have the the handle set to. Okay. All right. So, so in order for this technology to work, you have to have the the faucet handle turned on mm-hmm. and set at a certain temperature. That the, way, if you're going away for a vacation, you can turn the faucet to the off position and you won't worry about a cat licking it and turning it on and having <laughs> water run. There we go. Oh, that sounds like a good uh, post. The cat, it flooded the house or something. Right. Um, okay, so you have to touch the sink. It turns or on. touch the faucet. Yeah, I'm turns sorry, on. The, the, the faucet itself. It comes on. This uh, product also works similarly. has the battery pack underneath. And um, that otherwise, it's a, it's a traditional faucet, right? Correct. Okay. Interesting. Now, can you get this with, um, you know, the pull-out hoses and all the other accoutrement that we're typically used to with a kitchen faucet? Yes, they do have all of the the pull-out faucets, just like yeah. all of the other ones. Okay. Um, the only difference with the with the pull-out faucets is that on these, when you pull the faucet out, you'll notice it's a different material. If it was the metal, like the rest of the faucet, it would. Turn confuse on. the system. Right. Correct. Okay. And so this is um, this is the XT technology. That's what it's called. This feature. The there's the two different levels. There are the Touch 2.0. Oh, okay. Which is the one that are in the the kitchen sinks and the kitchen sinks only, and that's where you touch it okay. to turn it on. I got it. And then there's the XT, which is in bathroom faucets. Those are the high end stuff. Exactly where you just go near it. And, okay. and you and wave your hands near it to turn it on. Okay. All right, I got it. So it's so you're looking if you want that feature for your kitchen sink, it's a touch the touch two O is what you're looking for. Yes. Okay. And there there's actually a reason why they didn't put the XT into the, the kitchen faucets. Um, when you think about all of the work you do in a kitchen faucet that doesn't always require water, it would have just negated the entire purpose if you're trying to Oh sure scrape off a, a plate into right. the garbage disposer. It would come on all the time. Exactly. Gotcha. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, they thought that through. I was wondering about that. Why wouldn't you yeah. just have that, yeah. you know, wave your hand technology? Or just touch the sink. That would be a problem, too. You touch it right. all the time. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, we hadn't, we hadn't done our ethnography. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. Now, Mike, did they give you a faucet to take home? They did. They gave me a Addison bathroom faucet with nice. XT technology. Cool. Nice, real nice. Which I was. You're I was, supposed to forward that on to us, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember you clearly saying, "Enjoy any swag." What? What? <laughs> yeah. Now, good job. Cool. So you like it? Does your wife like it? I have not received it yet. Oh, okay. okay. I'm still waiting for that. So. I don't really want to hound them and say, where's my free sink or where's my free faucet. (laughs) We'll hound them for you if you want. Besides that, it's just another thing on your list of to-dos around the house, right? Yeah, I'm taking off the last two weeks in July, and I'm sure I'll be doing quite a few faucet – or I'm sorry, hopefully the faucet installations, getting a new fence, uh, doing some other things around the house. So Cool. 
And you're going to be blogging about them. That I will be. All right. And that's at uh, your site is 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 going to be, and it already is, is the DIYgeek.com. And is there anything else we need to know about Delta? I, you know, I walked in not really knowing anything about the company, and I left understanding that that they are one of those true American companies. Um, and again, you know, they don't pay me to say this. I, you know, they said when you leave, say whatever you want about the company, but I'm really going to make a conscious decision to to highly consider, if not purchase, all of my fosses in the future as as deltas. Um, I'm actually walking into bathrooms all the time now, looking and seeing if it's a delta faucet. Hmm. Uh, I was just at my grandmother's house the other day, and her kitchen sink is still, you know, a fifty-year-old Delta faucet. So it's uh, it's overall a, a really great company, and they have some amazing people, um, some brilliant people working there who really believe in what they're doing. It's good to know. And uh, we uh, purchased our uh, Brian got his Delta at his local True Value, so you you can find it in stores everywhere. Obviously, it's a brand uh, we all know pretty much if you're in any kind of hardware or plumbing business. So. Yep, and I'll tell you, the install, like you said, the install was very DIY-friendly. You know, they even color-coded the uh, supply lines, uh, red and blue. Yeah, Brian gets confused. He didn't know the hot was on the left. No, I know the hot. <laughs> Mike, did you know the hot is always on the left? I did know that. And, however, that was a question some of the other... Um, uh-huh. You told on you. the left? I did know it's on the left. Every, but, my, my, my five-year-old daughter could tell you that. But not everyone knows that, right, Mike? I, I will tell a story, actually. Yeah, let's hear When I moved into my house, the first day I took to take, went to take a shower, I turned the, the shower all the way on hot, what, you know, let it warm up, or so I thought, ice cold. Somebody had installed mm-hmm. the, the supply lines in backwards. So yeah. in order to get a hot shower, I had to have it all the way on cold. Right. Until I obviously fixed it. Right. Well, you know, I just assumed everyone knew that, but some folks, I guess, don't. No, people don't know that hot is always on the left. It's one of those common things everybody should know. Yeah. yeah. And apparently, not all plumbers know it either. Yeah, evidently. Well, Mike, we sure, certainly do appreciate you uh, going as our correspondent representing the handy guys. And uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy your nice parting gift from Delta. <laughs> yeah. And get that installed soon. Let us know through, uh, send us some tweets our way on how that goes. Maybe a picture. We can get I, it up. I'll send uh, a lot to you, and I'm sure I'll write an article about it, and I'll link it to you guys. Cool. And good luck with your uh, your blog endeavors there, Mike. The DIYgeek.com. Yep. So there you have it. You can uh, get your Delta at your local True Value. And uh, you can certainly uh, install it. It's a very DIY friendly. It's a good company, it sounds like. We uh, Thanks again to Mike for checking D- uh, Delta out for us and going on that the media tour of their, I guess, factory tour and their, or their, their labs and their facilities yeah. in, in Indianapolis. So uh, we appreciate it. And um, perhaps uh, you know, there's another fan out there that wants to go on one of these tours. Oh, no, that just worked. <laughs> we, can't, we can't promise that to anyone. So. Right. But keep listening. You never know what we have in store because that's there's right. always something. We might announce something like that yeah. coming up. All right. Well, that's all we got for this week of the Handy Guys podcast. Stay tuned next week for our next edition. That's it. All right. See you. See you. Bye. The Handy Guys will be back next week. Same handy time, same handy website.